Recording started. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's just break out in a praise. Amen. Just break out in a praise and a worship on tonight. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, O God, as we stand in your presence on tonight. Father, O God, as we set the atmosphere, O God, in the name of Jesus. Father, you said in your word that you did not give us the spirit of fear, but you gave us power, love, and sound mind. And Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we're able to stand in your presence on tonight. Father, we thank you, O God. Father, we thank you for your precious blood on tonight. Father, strengthen us, O God. Hallelujah. We bind up every tiredness, every form of distractions. We bind it up in the name of Jesus, Father. Father, we thank you, O God. We're just going to give him a few minutes of worship, just a few minutes just to indulge in his presence. We could never get enough of his worship. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Thank you, God. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, on tonight. We thank you, God, on tonight. Father, we thank you, God, on tonight. Come on and tell the Lord, thank you on tonight. Come on and tell the Lord, thank you on tonight. I know that we're tired in our bodies on tonight. Hallelujah. But the Bible also says that we have to be also ready Oh, in this season. Be also ready in this season. Father, we thank you. We thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. As we get ready to indulge in the word on tonight. We thank you, oh, oh God, to be led by the direction of the Holy Ghost on tonight. That God begin to continue to strengthen us in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, O God. As we stand in your presence on tonight, we thank you. As we love on you on tonight, we thank you. We thank you, O God. Father, as we stand in worship, hallelujah, there's a, uh, oh my God, I'm picking up someone's headache. Oh my God. Father, we speak healing right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We speak healing right now. We speak healing right now. You said in your word that not, let not your heart be troubled. And Father, we're not allowing our heart to be troubled. We're not even allowing anything to distract us, oh God. We're not allowing things to overcome because we are the overcomers of our situation. And Father, so we thank you, God, on tonight. Father, we thank you, God, on tonight. Hallelujah. As we begin to lift our hands tonight and just tell the Lord, thank you. Lift our hands on tonight and tell the Lord, thank you on tonight. Father, if we stand in your presence on tonight. Hallelujah. I find up every form of distraction that even try to cause in the midst of this service on tonight amen this bible study amen hallelujah we're just standing in the gap amen hallelujah the internet going in and out but i'm gonna tell you right now we serve you an eviction notice right now we serve you an eviction notice right now we serve you an eviction notice right now hallelujah we serve you an eviction notice right now in the name of jesus father we thank you Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. 
Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you on tonight. We thank you, God, 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 on tonight. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you, God, on tonight for allowing us just to be in your presence on tonight. We thank you for allowing us to be in your presence on tonight in the name of Jesus. Nendi o robo so kumbe adadabashe, robo so kumbe debeshe, mandi o so kumbe deboshandi adadabashe, radadadababase kete adadabashe, nondo robo so kumbe debeshe. Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, on tonight. Hallelujah, as we indulge in your word on tonight. And Father, how the direction of the Holy Ghost we tend to lead me as a vessel. Amen. Allow me to be humble. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, I don't know what's going on with the, the, the area on tonight, but we're going to touch in the pound agreement. Amen, if I got to adjust myself a little bit, amen, because this word going to go forth on tonight because the enemy, the enemy is defeated on tonight. The enemy is defeated on tonight. So, Father, oh God, as we stand in your presence on tonight, Father, we thank you. I don't know what's going on with this 239 number, but... I'm going to try to, let me see if I can try to mute them in a minute. Hallelujah. We're going to try to mute them in a minute. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your precious blood on tonight. My God from heaven. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we thank you. We thank you on tonight. We thank you, God, 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 on tonight. Manda baba shukun debe shiki yadadabasea. Rabba bo sukun debe shiadadabasea. Father, we thank you. Debe shiadadabasea. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. As we get ready, amen. I like we bring special greetings, amen, from ELR. Prophetic Ship Podcast Network, where we're spreading the gospel throughout the nation on tonight. Amen. This is the segment for Beyond the Four Walls. Amen. Under the leadership, amen, of pastors Franklin Goffin and Elect Lady Goffin. Amen. And we're not going to be before you very long. Amen. Because we're standing in the gap for them on tonight. Hold on, I'm going to adjust my uh, background a little bit, guys. Just forgive me. Amen. Because I don't like I don't like any type of distractions. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you. Thank you for your blood. We're gonna get ready to get into the word on tonight. Amen. I bring special greetings from Eagles Life Restoration Ministries. Amen. I'm I'm the senior pastor, amen, of Eagles Life, amen, and the CEO and founder of ELR Prophetic Shift. So we're just filling in the gap on tonight. Amen. For amen, the pastors on tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. How many know there's a family that prays together, stays together in the house that divided against itself shall fall. So, Father, as we stand in proxy on tonight, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to tell you, I bind up every adversary 
Amen. Amen. We are overcomers over every situation on tonight. I don't know what's taking place, but I'm going to tell you right now, he is defeated. He is defeated in Jesus' name. 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 Every spirit, amen, I curse it to the root. Every single spirit, I curse it to the root. Every single spirit that's not like God, I curse it to the root. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Every form of interception of the internet, I curse it to the root on tonight. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, as I begin to decrease, oh God, and you begin to increase on tonight. Hallelujah. I'm just going to go ahead and switch back to our thing. Amen, because I'm wearing black, so I don't know why it's going on, but whatever the direction of the Holy Ghost that God shift us on tonight. Amen. We thank you. We thank you on tonight. We just thank you. We're just going to love on you. Hallelujah. There's a spirit. Amen. One thing I know when, 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 when things are completely silent, but when the Holy Spirit begins to move or when there's a disrupt, disruption in the atmosphere, amen, I realize when there's a disruption in the atmosphere, you see things in the background floating around. Hallelujah. So that let me know. Amen. Hallelujah. We send forth your ministering angels on tonight. Hallelujah. We send forth your ministering angels. We bind up every form of distraction. Amen. That is going to come forth on tonight. We bind it up right now in the name of Jesus. We bind up every form of tightness in my body. When there's an, if something that's occurring, there's a tightness in my body. Let me know that there is a, amen, there's an angel, amen, that's in the midst. And Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, on tonight. Hallelujah. As we go beyond the four walls, spreading the gospel, amen, throughout the nation, spreading the, the word of God, amen. So we thank God on tonight. We just thank God for being humble. Amen. And I'm going to get ready to turn into the word of God on tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for our healing, oh God. We thank you for, amen, Ella Skinner's healing right now in the name of Jesus. We speak, amen, to the pulmonary system right now, amen, that is in her body right now in the name of Jesus. We bind up and we dry up. We loose it. We arrest the mucus. We arrest it, my God any infection we arrest it right now in the name of jesus and after we arrest it in the name of jesus we go loose it back from where it needs to go we return it back to the sender in the name of jesus we return it back to the sender in the name of jesus we return it back to the sender in the name of jesus we return it back in the name of jesus my God, we thank you, God, on tonight for allowing us, amen, just to be in your presence on tonight. However, the direction that God is leading us, amen, I believe that God is doing a thing right now. Hallelujah. Whatever he's doing, I'm going, I'm, I'm touching the agreement. Amen. He says, when two or three are gathered in this name, he said, the spirit of the true living God is in the midst. Amen. So I'm going to get ready to go into the word of God on tonight. However, direction God is leading us. Amen. On tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Just bear with me. I'm going to bring my notes up to the forefront where I can see. Thank you, Jesus. Where is my notes? Hallelujah. It's not in this one. Hold on. Just bear with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. 
Hallelujah. We're going to go through the notes on tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We bind up every form of distractions. It's amazing when I write down stuff and all of a sudden it disappears. Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, on tonight. Amen. We thank you, God, on tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I bind up every form of distraction, whatever the distraction is. Amen. I curse it to the root. Amen. We're getting ready to turn into the word of God. Just bear with me one moment. Trying to get my lights on. Amen. To get us set forth on tonight. Hallelujah. My God. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We're getting ready to turn the word. Amen. We're going to go to the book of Joshua on tonight. Book of Joshua, chapter 1. Amen. For those who want to, uh, we're going to turn in. Hallelujah. We're going to be there very long. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah on tonight so we welcome everybody to beyond the four walls on tonight and we already brought the introduction so we're just going to go ahead and turn to the book of joshua on tonight and i'm not going to be very long amen we're just going to get this word and execute this word amen hallelujah he said the bible says study and show thyself approval you know and we're showing studying the word of god amen once god opened up those walls of those those panels so we can get a deeper understanding. Amen. On tonight. Amen. So we're going to turn to the book of Joshua. Chapter 1. And we're going to. Start from verse 1. All the way to. Verse 8. Verse, verse 9 actually. So Joshua 1. Starting at chapter verse one, chapter nine, verse nine, one through nine. Amen. So if everybody have their Bible, say amen. 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 So I'm gonna go ahead and read on tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The scripture says, Amen. After the death of the Lord's servant Moses. The Lord said to Moses, assist Joshua, the son of Nun. But my servant Moses is dead. Now my servant Moses is dead. Now you and all these people must cross over to the Jordan River into the land. I'm going to give you the land of people of Israel. I will give you every place on which each set foot as I promised Moses. Your borders 
will be in the desert on the south near Lebanon and Euphrates River, which is the countries of Hades, the Mediterranean Sea of the West. No one will be able to oppose you successfully as long as you live. Uh-oh. I will be with you and as I was with Moses. I will never neglect you or abandon you. My goodness. Be strong and be courageous because you will help these people take possession of the land that I swore to give to your ancestors. Verse 7. Only be strong and be courageous and fearfully doing everything in the teachings of serving Moses that I commanded you. Don't turn away from them and then you will succeed in everything that you do. Verse 8. Never stop reciting his teachings. You must think about these things night and day, meaning that we have to continue to, uh, to meditate on his word night and day. Only then you will succeed and be prosper. I will command you once again, the verse says again, which is a key factor. I commanded you to be strong and courageous. Don't tremble or be terrified because the Lord, your God, is with you wherever you go. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before your word on tonight. We just come humbly, humbly in the best way we know how. Father, we thank you, O God, as we go through the word of God, as we begin to decrease and you begin to increase. Father, let you be the instructor and the teacher on tonight. Father, however, the direction of Holy Ghost that you're leading us in this season. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. And it is so. Amen. 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 So we're going to, we're we're talking about Joshua. And we know that with Joshua, amen, uh, Moses had passed away. And um, during the time that prior to when Moses passed away, amen, Moses was already training Joshua as his assistant. Okay. And this is, this is before, uh, this is before Aaron really got involved. Aaron got involved at some point prior to, uh, uh, you know, during the time of Pharaoh. So that was Aaron's assignment at this time as a prophet. But because um, in the Bible, when they talked about how with Moses, amen, gave instructions to Joshua because Joshua was very militant. Okay. He was militant. He was strategic. He was in the military. Okay. So he have already know how to combat. On foot infantry, he knew how to fight, amen, in the air, you know, you said the air, that's how, you know, the different branches of the military, but he knew how to fight the enemy head on. And so I believe that God had already knew that uh, Joshua in this season was equipped. But the problem with Joshua, Joshua had experienced the fear factor. All right. And the fear factor was, amen, how is he is going to get all these people from one side to the other side without being any afflictions, without any wars, without any fighting, um, without people actually uh, uh, civilians getting hurt. OK, and so that was the biggest obstacle and fear factor. Amen. So a lot of times when you experience the fear factor amen, overcoming your obstacle on tonight, amen, and that would be Second uh, Timothy, I believe. If we can read 2 Timothy 1 and 7, um, if we can turn to that right quick. 
And if you can, um, Elder Skinner, if you have that scripture tonight, it's Second uh, Timothy. Um, let's read. Yeah, Second Timothy, and it's the first chapter and the seventeenth verse. Okay. Second um, Timothy. Second. Yes, Second Timothy. Yes, one. Chapter, uh, yeah, chapter one, yes. And can you read verse 17 for me? 17. Yes. 17. Yes. 15, 16. Yes. 17. Yes. Second chapter one. Verse 17. Yes, verse 17. He was around. He sought me out very diligently. He found me. Okay, go to 18 for me. Verse 18. Yes, ma'am. The Lord brought him that he may find mercy of the Lord in that day. And in how many things mm -hmm. he ministered unto me. And efficient die knows everywhere. Amen. He said, when he arrived in Rome, he had searched hard for me and found me. All right. So God, remember, God knew us before we was formed into our mother's womb. All right. So he he already searched because he knew he knew that everybody has a specific assignment. And he said, May the Lord grant you. So basically, this is this is telling us that we can. Uh, um, that we say find mercy the day he comes and when you know what you do well everything will be possible so never there is what he's saying that in 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 this form of uh encouragement um learning to tackle you don't have to wear anything because the bible says in the scriptures right it says cast your burdens upon the lord for he careth for you cast that burden let it go um Sometimes fear is drawn by uh, several factors, right? Uh, several factors, for example, uh, loss of a loved one may not affect everybody because remember, everybody handled grieving different, okay? Um, another, another factor of fear would be trauma. So anything that is physical, you know, or uh, psychologically or mental, it becomes a trauma state. So it affects everything. It, it and once something that trauma affects you, it can affect your whole body, right? Uh, another thing that, that fear can also come through, uh, which I'm really going to hit on tonight, is uh, traveling through your bloodline, okay? Fear can travel through your bloodline. It's also connected with a familiar spirit. When we talk about in the classes of, of yes, so from a, because of a familiar spirit, it is traveled directly into the bloodline, which means that is woven into the DNA. Okay, so because it's woven into the DNA, we automatically know. Okay, well, I, my parent was fear of because of this, so I even though that I'm older, I still have a fear of certain things. Okay, so that means that. We have to speak to wherever the ancestry that comes from that fear, and we have to arrest it, curse it to the root, and return it back to the sender. 
if we never attack the situation, because fear does not just come in one person. The fear comes, fear of doing things or reacting things or to move forward comes directly into our bloodline. And if we cannot identify that it's coming to our bloodline, each generation that comes after us is constantly, is constantly going to be in fear. All right. Um, in the book of Jeremiah, um, when we talk about fear, we, we, we mention about what fear is. We mentioned about fear. Fear is, is, is something that is unpleasant. Um, it will cause a person, uh, they fear that something is, is, is a cause of danger to them. Okay. Um, when we're sleeping at night and we deal with the, with the spirits that, that handles the dream manager of our dreams can channel those fears into our mind. So when we wake up, right, when we wake up, we respond different because now we are affected by this fear. When we mention the word fear in, in Hebrew, the word fear means yura. So something that is a yura means something that will, that will consistently will cause us not to move to the next level. So here it is with Joshua was afraid to move to the next level, even though that Joshua, uh, that Moses was in position, okay, at that appointed time. And then Joshua served as a militant leader. The only thing he knew how to do is to fight, right? The only thing that he knew how to conquer or he knew how to overcome. He was just, he was just like how David was, knew how to fight. He knew how to fight with weaponry. He knew how to fight. He knew how to defend. He was so strategic. He can he conquered every time that he would fight in the war. He was able to conquer everything that was in the war. So here it is now that Moses had trained him and when Moses died off. Same thing that we talked about Sunday night when Jesus was preparing the disciples, right? And when it was preparing the disciples, and remember we were talking about how that the, that the disciples was not able to cast out those spirits. And Jesus was feeling some type of way because of the fact that I train you, I equip you, I'm not going to be here for a long period of time. So you need to, you know, you need to get that, get that training in. So here it is that Moses was preparing, preparing um, Joshua, then when Moses died, right? That responsibility fell from Moses to Joshua. And Joshua was like, well, how am I going to carry this? How am I going to implement what's getting ready to do? How am I going to be able to deal with this? How am I going to be able, you know, so in other words, it it, it, it would have saying that Joshua had a communication with the Lord and said, I'm, I'm really starting to complain because I've never been at this angle. Now it was different when you're you're fighting on the front line and you're protecting each other. I feel such a pressure in the air, but I loose it right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. my God, because he don't want this word to go forth. Amen. So here it is. We have Joshua. I felt that again. Hallelujah. I loose it every night. I loose it right now in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. As Joshua began to go through what he went through, maybe I need, let me turn. The fan on a little bit, just a little tad bit. Hallelujah. Turn on just a little bit. Just bear with me. Men and women of God on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's when I know when when's in the mist. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. And so when Moses, amen, gave him delegation and when delegation came and took up out, now that Joshua had this and now Joshua's now is fighting like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to handle this. I really do not know. And I really don't know what it's going to take for me to cause. Now, remember, this is a bigger baby now. This is a bigger baby now. So it's not just him protecting himself. It's not just him protecting the sol- the soldiers yeah. protecting right but it's protecting civilians and, and 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 these civilians are not going like they're going in a hiding place these pavilions pre- uh, uh, civilians are going you know to cross over to the Jordan River okay they're crossing over yeah. there so here it is he have a major responsibility it's not just the men is the problem. We got the women. They got children to carry. So, yes, it becomes a big, gigantic responsibility for Moses. And Moses was freaking out. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. What? How is this going to happen? I did not prepare for this. This was not in the blueprint. How many know that we serve a God that can change a blueprint in a minute? He can change everything your thought process in a minute. When you thought you was going one way, God will shift that and change the implementation of the plan and change it another way. And you're wondering why you're going a different direction. Why? Because you're led by the Holy Ghost. And when he got down to the, the uh, uh, like you said, the seventh verse, uh, the seven, actually it was the sixth and the seventh verse, Elder Skinner, you read out that was the strongest. And it talks about be strong and good courage unto the people that shall divide the inheritance of the land. So I gave you an assignment. I need you to cross these people over to the Jordan River and I'm going to give you the inheritance. You just got to follow the assignment. So what I need you to do, I need you to be able to equip your leaders, equip your military and I want you to have them trigger off so they can be able to protect these civilians from the front all the way to the back. Okay. So this is the assignment that he gave that he gave to Joshua. And as they, and, and when he said, I only thing, and he said it again, it's, it's amazing when God says things two, th- two times or three times, it's a message. He said, only be strong and good courage, according to the King James Version. Thy man's observed during the law, which Moses is my servant. Command I commanded him. So whatever I commanded Moses, I command you. Turn from the right hand to the left, and thy man's prosper wherever you goest. Mean whatever that you move, whatever your 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 foot tread upon, you will prosper. But everything that you step upon, you will prosper. And, and, and people feel it's just money all the time. No, prosper means that you're going to be successful in everything that you do, whether it's a business, okay, whether it's going back to school, whether it's um doing ministry, okay, whether it's managing something. He want us to be prosperous and be successful in everything we do as long as we what? Keep his commandments. He said, and the and the eight verse says, the book of the law shall not depart from our mouths. Do not allow what I am teaching you and I'm training you to depart from your mouth. Meaning, I want you to recite this thing on a daily basis. 
I want you to, amen, to go forth on the daily basis and move. I want you to be able to, amen, to, amen, to stay in, in, in prayer zone. You got to stay because remember the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh, but we wrestle against the principalities and the rulers in the darkness of this age. So I'm telling you, the only way that you're going to be successful is you implement the blueprint that I've given you. And that's what he's saying to us. In order to for us to overcome fear, he've already, the thing is, it was already ordained for fear to come into the equation. And then when, the, uh, when, when, when Adam and Eve, come on, when Adam and Eve knew, um, um, Felt like something was wrong because apparently they had no clothes on. They realized they did not have no clothes on. They immediately went into fear. They went into fear because they knew they messed up. Somehow they knew they messed up. Okay. So they realized they knew they messed up. And because of the reverence. See, remember, fear goes in two two ways. You're fearing something because something is dangerous. And you also fear because there's a sense of reverence and a sense of respect. Okay. And people feel like, oh, it's a re- you're making people scared. No, it's re- reverence and respect. So that because they were fear and trembling because they feared that God was going to do something or punish them because what they did. But then God in return had had because he loved them so much. He went and took skins off the animal to make them clothes. That's the type of God that we serve. Amen. Okay. We serve a God that was a forgiving God. And we had so many covenants uh, that we have went through. Amen. Because he was giving man a chance time over and over again. Amen. And we're still talking about the fear factor. Amen. The fear factor. I don't know why I went this way tonight, but that's okay. Hallelujah. Amen. As the fear factor. Amen. So when we're talking about the fear factor. My God from heaven. Amen. We're talking about, amen, these things. Hold on one second. One more line. Hallelujah. We're talking about the fear factor tonight. We're going to be almost up. Okay. All right. Hallelujah. Don't worry. Amen. So. As we were talking about, as we we're talking about the fear factor, this is the fear factor that, that, like I said, when man, when man screwed up. All right. Another example of fear factor is when Abraham lied to uh, uh, and told his wife, right? Told his wife, Sarai, that I want you to, uh, if Sarah or Pharaoh or someone come you know, across you because they knew she was beautiful, right? Even though that Abram, that Sarai was Abraham. Okay. Abraham, okay, was um, the brother, the half brother, put it that way. But in a way, like I said, she, she said that she was Abraham's sister, but she wasn't lying. She's half sister. Okay. So right then, all that time when they was going through, if you read it, your leisure, Amen. Pharaoh began to experience some things. There was plague that actually fell upon them because of the fact that God knew what, what Abraham was doing and see what Abraham was doing. Abraham was more in fear that they would find out. But what Abraham did, Abraham lied and said that this was a sister. Amen. Because remember, Pharaoh can be very possessive. He likes to take other people's wives. 
Okay, this particular Pharaoh. So when they are, when in the midst of that, even with that, even that situation, he lied about it. And then when Pharaoh found out about it because the plagues had fell upon them, he said, oh no, you need to get your wife back. You lied to me, you know, and he had, he lied enough so he can live in comfort so he can get cattle. And that's how he got the money and he got the gold. He ended up getting the, what do you call those? Those, the concubine. That's how he got it because he lied. But it was a fear. Then eventually he feared that if they found out, they would kill him. But God even caused the plague upon Pharaoh because when Pharaoh found out about the situation, he went to Abram and talked to him about it. Like, listen here, you lied to me. You didn't tell me that this was your wife. How dare you? Matter of fact, get your wife and get everything that's attached. You get out. That's how he was able to get his, his, you know, his stuff. All right. Now, remember, the fear factor was that wasn't. And, and that was a fear factor of that. The next fear factor, even with Abraham, is when 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 his nephew Lot, they had so much property, they had to divide the property between Lot and Abraham. All right. And then eventually they had a conflict because the people that was working under Lot had a conflict with the people that were working on Abraham and they could not live in the same area. So they had to separate. OK, the fear factor. Amen. We're still talking about the fear factor. This was this. So in other words, what I'm saying is that the familiar spirit, the familiar spirit has always been through the bloodline for centuries, from centuries, from the time that uh, uh, earth was formed. OK, so it can never it can never be erased. Amen. Um, we're going into the next chapter, the next scripture. Amen. Let's go to the book of Psalms 27 and three. Psalms 27 and 3. All right. 27 and 3. All right. So we can go on in tonight. Amen. Um, if, uh, Elder, if you have it on tonight. 27. Psalms 27. And three. Yes. Yes. Psalms 27. Yes, ma'am. Those on host should make up against me. My heart shall not fear. Amen. So he's telling us that. Hold on. You said 27 and three, right? All right. There we go. Amen. Yes. All right. There we go. Let me put my glasses on. Shall Even uh huh. Thou rise against me, and this will be condemned. Oh my God! You that's a that's a word. That's a mouthful right there. Even though my army sets up camps against me, so he's telling us that telling us that even though your people, your haters, already tried to set up a plot for you, but he's saying my heart will not be afraid. My heart will not be afraid. So that let you know that he put it in the word that he knew that he know that it that at some point that we would be afraid. That's the reason why he put that in the Bible. He wouldn't put things in the Bible or it wouldn't be a written word unless he knew exactly what's going to happen. So and it said, even when a war broke out against me, I still have confidence. That means I still have trust in the Lord. Right. I have trust. So that means that 
I am overcoming my, my fear factor right there by having trust in the Lord. I'm overcoming my fear factor because of the fact that I, amen, that I understand that I will succeed and become successful. Amen. Why? Because I dealt with that problem. The only way that you're going to become successful is you deal with the problem. If there's no problem that never exists, there's no point of, there's no point of overcoming something because there is no problem. But when it becomes a problem and you need to succeed, it becomes a problem then you can overcome it. So he said, I still have confidence in the Lord. I still have confidence in my son. I still have confidence in my daughter. I still have confidence, amen, in the people that I'm dealing with. I still have confidence in you. So because I have confidence in you, I have more confidence in you than you have in me. So why are you fearing? Uh, why are you fearing me? Why are you feeling these situations around you? Why are you fearing to go to the next level? Are you fearing because you want you afraid to be by yourself? I'm, I'm telling it. I'm saying this because this is as I begin to minister to the people, it's ministering to me. Am I a fear of being by myself? Amen. And rather be miserable. Am I in fear? Why can I walk? But the Bible said, amen, as I begin to look for, he said, he did not give us a spirit of fear. He did not give it to us. Amen. So that, that lets you write, that let you know right now that because fear is a, 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 a spirit of fear, you notice he said spirit of fear. Because it's a what? Familiar spirit that is connected to our bloodline. It's a curse. My God from heaven. It's a curse. So because it's connected to the bloodline, amen, we have to loose and, and find out where that problem, where that root come. Now, we are not type of people that we are. We go to soothsayers and go to psychics and find out all that foolishness. No, you go to God for yourself. You don't have to be paying because all you paying, what you doing, paying, and they pimping God's gift for you to pay them. That's kind of, that's not, that's out of order. Curse will come upon you because you went to it. Now, remember, Saul even went to a psychic. Come on. He went to a psychic and what happened to him? He ended up, what, going crazy. So what did, did David have to do? David had to, what, play his heart to calm him down. Because of the fact that Saul was losing his mind. He was going out of control. There it is. The fear factor. My God from heaven. Amen. Let's go to Deuteronomy. We got about three more scriptures and we're almost done. Deuteronomy 3 and 22. Deuteronomy 3 and 22. We're almost there. Amen. All right, Elder Skinner, when you're ready, Deuteronomy 3 and 22. Thank you, Jesus. 3, 22. Mm -hmm. 22, 22, 22. Okay. Wow. Okay. 3, 22. Yes. He shall not. He shall not fear. He shall not fear them, for the Lord your God, He shall fight for you. Oh my God! I just felt the tingleness in my body when I heard that scripture. That scripture you just read right there. He said, "Don't be afraid of them. I don't want you to be afraid with them. I don't want you to be afraid of the government." 
you speak your mind, but do it in wisdom. Do it tastefully. Okay. I don't want you talking about other people because if you talk about other people, that same backlash is going to fall on you. But he said, don't be afraid of them because I will fight for you. Right there, the word fight right there. That means I will fight every witch, every warlock that has came against you. I will fight every adversary that said that you were not amount to anything. I will fight for you when people called your name out and scandalous and tried to make you feel, amen, that you're not worth it at all. I will fight for you in spite of what situation goes through, whatever obstacle that you're going for, even in the midst of you going through a depression, I will fight for you. If you're going through emotional breakdown, a bondage, I will fight for you. Even when, amen, when hell breaks loose everywhere in every situation, I will fight for you. Even in the midst of every obstacle, amen, I will fight for you. He said, the battle is not audible, it's not yours. It's mine, it's the Lord. And he also said, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. So that means that he take this thing personally. He takes this thing personally. We are his children. So he gonna take this personally. You ain't gotta say nothing. You ain't gotta open up your mouth. The reason, and that's confirmation for me saying that I don't have to say anything. I don't have to open up my mouth because he will fight for me. I don't have to fight my, my ex-laws. I don't have to fight them because what? He will fight for me. I don't have to fight him and the family trying to fight against you. God will fight for you. My God from heaven. He will fight for you. He said, don't be afraid of them because, because the Lord giving himself to fight for you. That I got your back when nobody else got your back. I got you, amen, when everything has fallen apart. I got your back when people feel like you couldn't even move to the next level because if you go without them, you won't you won't be able to move to the next level. Come on, somebody. I will fight for you. I will stand for you. I will stand in the gap for you. Help me, Holy Ghost. I will. I'm notable. So I will pull everything, amen, that is around you. Amen. I will gut it out. Amen. And I will make correction because why? I will fight for you. Amen. The spirit of, of Jezebel, the spirit of the, of the spirit of the Leviathan, amen, that tries to overtake you. The marine spirit that try to overtake you. The familiar spirit that try to overtake you. I will fight for you, my God from heaven. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. My God, that, that's right. That, that's a mouthful right there. I just felt the hairs raised off my neck. I will fight for you. That's confirmation. That's confirmation on tonight. Amen. It's um, Isaiah 35 and 4. And we got one more, one more scripture after that. Isaiah. Amen. My God. Let's go to the book of Isaiah. We almost done. Lovely. Let me see. Isaiah 41. If you can go to turn to 41 for me. Go to Skinner. We almost done. Amen. We thank you, everybody, for tuning. Apostle uh, Emmanuel, thank you for tuning in again from Africa. God bless you. Amen. He's been turning, tuning in every week. Amen. That is Isaiah. And we're going to go to the 41st chapter and the 10th verse. If you can turn that for me, you can read that for me on tonight. Isaiah 41 and 10. 
four, one, and two. Yes, Lord. Okay, one, two. Fear that. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed. Oh, Jesus. For I am thy God. Ah, yeah, Rabbi, say. Strengthen thee. Mm-hmm. Yea, we will help thee. Yea, we will uphold thee mm-hmm. with the right hand of thy righteousness. Mm-hmm. My God. Don't be afraid because I'm with you. <laughs> Even though you don't see me with your bare eye, but you got to tap into the near in the supernatural to see me. The Holy Spirit, remember, he left behind a comforter. So he's there. Okay. He also says that, that it says, I don't want you to be intimidated. There it is right there. Don't be intimidated because it feels like you got a little disability and it's supposed to hinder you from something. Don't feel that way. Why? Because he is not, he did not ordain us to be intimidated. Remember, he it was not the fear was not supposed to be the equation. Fear became an equation, and all that creeped in from the fall of man when, when Satan wanted to act up and clown. All right. That's when that came into the area. He said, do not be intimidated for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will support you with my victorious right hand. I got your back. You ain't got to worry about, yeah, you may be feeling tired in your body. You may feel like you're a little frustrated. He said, but I'm going to give you a strength. I'm going to give you such of an anointing that you're going to walk in that anointing. And you're going to walk and never get tired. Why? Because I'm here to strengthen you. Don't be intimidated because um, you don't sound like this person or you don't sound like that person or because a person does not like the way that you uh, carry the word. Let me tell you, every one of us carry the word in uh, uh, differently and uniquely. All right. As long as you carry the sound doctrine, amen, of God, you the sound doctrine, amen, is, 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 straight by the book amen we ain't talking about philosophical doctrine but we talk about the sound doctrine that god has given us amen why because he did not give us a spirit of fear that you hear right there it wasn't his fault he didn't do that 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 was the enemy did that he allowed that to do that astro and apollyon those two spirits are the ones that cause the confusion upon the earth astroth and apollyon right they cause that so because they strike that so they are connected to Niabis, which is the dream manager. Come on, somebody. Boy, look at here. Niabis is causing the fear even in the midst while we are sleeping. I mean, we'll go on that a little further at another time. But to understand where the fear comes from. So God did not give it to us. That was not ordained to be for us. Okay. It was not ordained for us to be suffering like this. Okay, but because of the consequences of the punishment, this punishment based on the first covenant, am I right? Yeah, the first covenant, this is the reason why. All right, he said, I will support you, I will help you. He said, I will help you. He didn't say, He didn't say, You're gonna be lazy and you're gonna sit on your butt and you're gonna wait for me to do it. No, you're going to get up off your hiney and you're going to do it and put your hand to the plow and do it. I can't help you if you can't help yourself. I can't move for you unless you move yourself. 
I can't do anything for you unless you're open. You to you. It says that it is like a little poem, a little, uh, I guess, poem says when, when I take one step, I take another one with you. I'll take two steps. God will take two steps. I will take two steps with you. Okay. So as long as I take them two steps with you, you don't have to worry about anything because I will strengthen you. You ain't got to worry about anything because I will help you. You don't have to worry about that because I've already supported you when nobody else won't support you. Just because somebody don't support you and agree or support you in your ministry, them the ones or, or support you in anything that you do, you detach from them. Why? Because I already got your back. You ain't got to worry about being intimidated. 11 verse says that everyone who is angry with you will be ashamed and disgraced. That's their business. Let them be disgraced. Let them be. They should be ashamed. Why? Because you put your mouth on the anointed. You put your mouth on opponent. And it said those who oppose against you will be reduced to nothing and disappear. <laughs> he said he will cast them out. He will get rid of them. He will give them the axe. Oh, you say, God, give them an axe. Yes, God will. He will give them an axe. He will give them an axe because he said at the beginning of the beginning prior of the scriptures, you said that the Bible says that he will fight for you. So, yeah, he will give them the axe. He'll give them an AKA 47 and knock them all out at one time. He can do that because he's God. Your, your enemies will search for you and they will not find you. Of course, they won't find you. Why? Once you are set in fear and once you are set in fear, the enemy can come after you. Okay. Once you experience doubt into your mind, remember that's a familiar spirit. Okay. It sits in your mind. It becomes a, a familiar spirit. The enemy can creep in and do whatever he want to do. Matter of fact, the enemy can come into a chameleon state and, and, and falsify anything he wants to do, to do or to get across. That's why he says, do not allow the fear to draw upon you. Because when you allow the fear to draw upon you, the enemy knows your weakness. That's why you always hear me say, never let the enemy see you sweat. Never let the enemy cause you, amen, to, to, to fumble. Never let the enemy see that. Matter of fact, don't even let the enemy know that you are in pain. Don't let the enemy know that you are feeling some type of way. Why? Because once you do that, you give him accolades to attack. All right? Amen. So we want to allow the enemy not to attack us on tonight. Attack us on tonight. Amen. Isaiah, so we read Isaiah uh, 41 and 10, right? And I think the last scripture for tonight is Isaiah 35 and 4. Isaiah 35 and 4. And that will be the last scripture for tonight. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Isaiah, mm -hmm. yes, ma'am. Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, <laughs> even God with recompense. My he will come God, He will come and save you. Mm -hmm. He will come and save you. 
right there, right there. He said, don't tell those who are terrified. They terrified. But he said, be brave. Don't be afraid. He want us to be, like you said, once again, you notice through every scripture he's telling us not to be afraid. Because once we, uh, um, how can we, we be successful without um, op opposition? We have to have opposition in order for us to be successful. How will we know if we'll be successful if we never experience anything? When we go through a test, we experience a test and we uh, have a testimony. That is an example of overcoming an obstacle, right? And being successful. We can't share anything with anybody that we haven't experienced. Okay. Amen. You cannot tell a story about somebody else's uh, uh, issue when you haven't experienced it Amen. yourself. Because why? Because it will Amen. never set forth a deliverance that needs to take place. Amen. So, in other words, we have to, like you say, make sure that uh, this issue with the bloodline and the bloodline is, is so imperative. People don't realize that this familiar spirit is connected to your bloodline. It is connected Amen. to your ancestry. And that's the reason why we have some of our relatives act a certain way. <laughs> and every time, even the one, every there, every, every other relative that act. And they respond. It could be 10 generations. It could be five generations or even one generation. Every other generation um, act a certain type of way because these spirits are so strong. So because Amen. we have to understand that we have to understand that we have to find out the root of the problem. And the root of the problem, amen, amen. is whether they lost of a loved one, trauma, that mean being raped, being molested. Something had happened amen. to them, trauma. That caused the fear. So they're afraid to go to the next, you know, level. Um, uh, going to to fear to step out and, and step out on their own. And if they, because they've been sheltered by their mom, they've been sheltered by their dad. So they're afraid to step out on their own. That is a generational curse. Amen. That is connected to the bloodline. It may not be connected to the person right then, but it may be connected to someone in that generation or a generation thereafter or before that have caused that familiar spirit to stay on that individual. Um, another one, uh, um, the uh, religious spirit. That religious spirit will cause you, amen, uh, uh, that's a generational curse. Have you ever noticed when a person amen. speaks in a religious spirit, their voice, vocal cords change, and all of a sudden, they don't talk like that. The whole time, they don't talk like that. But then when they get religious and self-pious, you can actually pick it up. The spirit of Leviathan speaking right through them mm. um, because it changes. Amen. So, But at the same time, we cannot, we cannot allow ourselves to walk in fear because now walk in fear as far as fearing anything outside of time of God. That's what he's talking about. Now, we do fear God. Because we reverence God and we know that if we don't do right, we already know what is what. But the fear that, like you said, that we're talking about tonight is overcoming the fear of the enemy, overcoming the fear of your obstacle, right? Um, over fear. Some people have fear of um, um, going to college. Some people have the fear of some people got a fear of not being successful at a job that, you know, it's a lot of things that can attribute. Fear of getting into a relationship, you know, uh, or, get, or just getting close to somebody. That's a fear. That's a fear factor. 
But God, like I said in the scripture, when he said that he did not give us a spirit of fear, that let us know that that fear was not ordained um, to be connected to us. It was a Amen. curse. Amen. So we Amen. thank God for the word on tonight. I pray that the word was uh, enriched on tonight, uh, that we were able to Amen. reach. Amen. We have a yeah. Apostle Emmanuel, Amen, from Africa. He's listening faithfully. It's like seven or eight hours <laughs> behind, uh, ahead of us. Amen. And it's kind of late. So we appreciate you, Apostle Amen, Emmanuel. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Special blessings. Amen. To the shepherd of this house of Love and Action Christian Center on tonight. Amen. That's Pastors Franken Goffin and Elect Lady Goffin. Amen. On tonight. Amen. As we uh, stand in proxy for them on tonight. Amen. So I pray that this word was enriched uh, for everyone. Um, I just love to sit and just talk about the word and just, you know, the word every time that God gives us an opportunity. Sometimes, you know, you feel like you're tired in your body. But he gives you opportunity to release that word on tonight. So we pray, amen, that God is strengthen y'all. Amen. On tonight, amen, endeavors. Amen. Pastor Goffin, are you, um, would you like to say anything, amen, for us, man of God? Amen. He may be on mute. Amen. On tonight. Amen. Wherever he is, he may be on mute. Amen. So we get Amen. ready to praise him. Praise him. Hallelujah. I thank God for you and your mother. Y'all stepped in for us while we was while we were out. And I'm just grateful tonight. I didn't hear the whole message. I just I forgot about the time. With this sleep. <laughs> but uh the Lord is so good. He's so kind. What you were saying about that fear. Uh, fear has locked me in one morning. I was going to work, and the devil was telling me about how I was driving my driving my van, and he said, this van going to turn over. Every time I looked out the window, it looked like he was laying, going leaning, leaning, leaning. The more I listened to him, the more it leaned to the right, like it was going to flip over. I was driving so slow, it looked like my grandmother could have walked past me. That's how slow I was driving. But once I got to work, I said, Debbie, you got me this morning, but you won't, this won't happen again. So I don't, you know, you can let stuff just grab you, and you keep hearing that stuff saying uh, over and over again, it'll make you mm-hmm. freeze in your footsteps, that you won't be able to do anything. And mm-hmm. it took me 18 years to come up <laughs> behind that truck when I should have been tired mm-hmm. most of that time. But uh, once you overcome that fear, or something has to shock you out of it. Sickness took me out of arthritis and been that that's what shocked me out of being afraid of driving. It, it, God has used something to shock you out of it, out of that fear. Because a lot of people are afraid of their own shadows. People now they're afraid of they're more afraid of Corona than they is of God. You know, yeah, they, that's they, it. They, they just afraid. They wearing the masks, and most places you go now, nobody hardly even wearing masks anymore. You can go in any store, any restaurant, anywhere. Very few people are wearing the mask now. So this thing is coming to an end. People got to realize it's not going to go on forever. You got to stand for what the Lord, the word say, Luke 10 and 19, and then the 91st division of Psalms said, no weapon that formed against the shall prosper. No evil shall perform, and he shouldn't play, come down and dwell. We got to stand on the word. He's either going to believe it all or don't believe none of it. So I'm just grateful for you tonight with that word. I, I pray that someone uh, took it in and applied it to their lives because it's, it's what's needed 
amen, to overcome this fear and to tell people your experience what had happened. And then, like you were saying, if you haven't had the experience with that, you can't uh, really care too much people about stuff like that. That's but right. I, I, I experienced that for 18 years. I was afraid to drive the truck because you couldn't see no more what you could see out the out the rearview mirrors. Not out because once you get that truck in, inside the the, uh, the sanitation truck, you can't see out the rear out the mirror in the, in, through the cab because that that's through. You can't see that. But once I that 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 sickness hit me and I couldn't move, I couldn't think, I couldn't think nothing. But as soon as I started to drive to 48, I said this is gonna have to stop. But I got to move up, but this is not helping me. My health is bad, and I got to change. Sometimes God will have to use some stuff to shake you up, to pull you out of the state that you're in. And I thank God for the message on tonight. So y'all just, uh, I will be back after thanks. I mean, after Easter. Summer. I'm we're here Thanksgiving. We'll be, we'll be, we should be back home by Tuesday evening sometime, maybe Tuesday night. I don't know what that's because when I get through driving, boy, I'd be worried. So y'all probably have to take over and do another Tuesday night for me. And take you uh, and take me a couple of days to overcome all the driving. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> I, I went to Atlanta. Sunday. I went to Atlanta. I went to Atlanta Sunday with my uh, with my niece. She was the, they was in revival with Apostle Billy Wonders. And they didn't know we was. They didn't know I was coming. I, I, her apostle know been known Apostle Wonders for a long time, and I actually went to just to see her apostle because I love the young man. He's a young man, Apostle Matthew. I can't remember his first name, but he's an awesome young man. And he, he I mean, him and his wife, they, they, they're going on with the ministry in, in Atlanta. And I just thank God for being there to know people like that and to be a part of their lives and they're a part of mine. Everybody called me Uncle Frank. I said, now, you know, my niece called me Uncle Frank. Everybody else called me Uncle Frank. So, <laughs> so I, I just thank God for what the Lord is doing. I thank God for you. I thank God for using you to, to help me to get into into uh, what we are into, to all these uh, platforms. I just thank God for you, how he used you, and opened up a door for me. And I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it to the most high. You. you continue to do what you're doing. I'm gonna sign up. Let somebody say something. I've been on here too long as it is. <laughs> keep on talking. You said keep on talking. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I really, y'all. You know, I really, I really enjoy talking about the law, and and and, and most of all, living the life is very important. People think preaching is one law. No, you, you got to live what you preach. It's a lifestyle. You got to live it every day, every second of the day, every minute, every hour, every day, every month, every week. You got to live it. Because people are watching you. You don't have to walk on your job carrying a Bible up under your arms. You don't have to have one of the big old crosses that a lot of us see these bishops have in the pocket and all. What I don't need no cross on me, my, my neck, you know. Uh, you, you you just live the life that people will recognize who you are. God yes. will show them who you are. Yes. So people want to be seen. You know, just just live the life and get a show up. Somebody asks you, I need you to pray. Last night I was asleep and I had a dream about one of the, one of the ministers in the church, and um, he came to me in my dream and said, "Pray for me." So. That's what, you know, living and praying and fasting and stuff will do for you. 
God will give you visions and dreams of people. Right. So uh, that's what this is about. Not all about us so much, but about other people that we're supposed to reach mm-hmm. in the kingdom. Amen. My God. I'm just happy that I express what the Lord is doing. Amen. Amen. We thank God for y'all. Amen. We got the other listeners out there. We have a lot lot of thank you for the the listeners that's lingering. The the guests, there's uh, 12 guests on tonight. Amen. Along with the callers. Amen. So we thank God for what he is doing. Amen. So we're getting ready to close out. We're going to have Elder Skinner go ahead and just close us out in prayer. Amen. And I'm going to play the, the No Weapon song. Amen. So just close us out and press we are. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank that you did that in our lives. Thank you for the, the word tonight. It confirmed everything that needed to be confirmed. Bless everyone that's listening. Bless the prophet and bless Apostle Africa, you could be some rest tonight, and we thank you for this service this evening. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. will do what he said he could do. He will He will come through. My God. Have your way, Holy Ghost. 
Thank you, Jesus. My God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Welcome to Eagles Life Restoration Ministries, also known as ELR Prophetic Chip Podcast Network, where we're spreading the gospel throughout the nation of 31 countries and 43 states. We would like to give the announcement on Sunday morning, Sunday morning manor, in the Love and Action Christian Center at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sunday Night Raw at 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. with Eagle Sight Restoration Ministries. Monday Night Fire is by Faith Elliptus church under the leadership of Apostle Robert Peterson. On Tuesday night, Love and Action Christian Center with Beyond the Four Walls with Pastor Frank Goffin and Pastor Elette Lady Goffin. Wednesday night, Apostolic Alignment with Apostle Rodney Tate out of Lithonia, Georgia at 8 p.m. Central Time. On Thursday night, closing out on our Bible study for Eagles Life Restoration Ministry, a mantle prayer. The host for that night is Prophetess Amen, Dr. Linda Lane of Manning, South Carolina. Feel free to connect with us and enter our website at www.elrprophetic.com dot wixsite dot com forward slash preachers network for free to connect with us in the kingdom of God.